Hi, this is Wentworth Miller. You're listening to The Flash Podcast. And welcome back to the Flash Podcast, your podcast for all things related to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Barry Allen Slash The Flash. I'm your host, Andy P, as always, and this is a special edition episode as The Flash is currently on a little hiatus till the end of the month because hashtag Olympics. And, uh, but you know, it, it, it will be back in a matter of Flash. So it's, it's, you know, the hiatus will be very short and then we're going to have brand new episodes. But because, we haven't done like a hiatus episode in a while. I thought that you know we will do something special that we haven't, we've never actually done on the podcast before. We've talked about it, but we, you know, we've never actually gone through with it. So before we get to that, I'm joined by one of our lovely members of the Flash Podcast family. She is Miss Tatiana Hollander. How are you doing tonight, Tani? I'm doing very well, thank you. Nice to have you back. It's uh, have, have you have we been have we done a podcast together this year, or is this the first time we're doing something? The first time in 2018, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've yeah, that's, I think we have because I think only be, I've only been recording with Amy and Brittany since the the show came back. The last one I remember doing is 407. So. Oh yeah. All right. Okay, that sounds about right. Uh, but I'm glad you were able to join us, uh, join me tonight, as uh, we're gonna we're gonna be doing our first episode commentary, um, which, uh, like I said, we've talked about it multiple times what? on on air yes <laughs> and uh, but you know what since we've never you know some of these hi- past hiatuses we've just sometimes just gone on break and whatnot but i feel like you know what let's actually do let's actually you know accomplish goals on the bucket list and uh, before we get to that there's no news this week uh, for the flash but i'm sure there will be once this episode comes out because hollywood doesn't like to follow my schedule but uh, we do want to remind you that we do have now a t public store for the whole DC podcast network, as you cl- if you click on the link uh, in the episode post in the show notes uh, that you can see on your Apple Podcast description or on the website, uh, if you click on it, you will get transferred to the store for DC podcast where you can get some awesome merchandise for your favorite DC TV shows like The Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl, and Legends Tomorrow. And uh, we also have Black Lightning stuff and Titans and all sorts of juicy DC TV stuff. So hit it up; it's uh, it's fun stuff. It also helps support the network. So if you don't mind, just you know. Get to get geared up because we we have a big DC TV ride going in all the way until June this year, and um, also that reminder that um, that you should know if you haven't been paying attention, uh, the women of Arrow and the Flash and Supergirl and Legends they've come together as of last year and formed this amazing movement called She Forty that you can follow on Twitter and Instagram, which is all about supporting and um, lifting up female empowerment, which we can use some empowerment more than ever. So you can follow She 40 on Twitter as well as Instagram. And I, if you go to represent.com slash She 40 I believe they're still um, selling shirts. 
And I, are they still sh- selling shirts, Taddy, or is that completely uh, over now? I feel like I remember that it was like popular enough that they extended it, but I don't know if it's still going on. I'm sure that if you, you know, tweet or Instagram the authority ladies, they will find a way to get you a shirt if you want more. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I still have my. Did Did you get one for yourself? I got myself a sweatshirt. I did. I got one for me and for my roommate. That's awesome. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's it's great to see, and it's also great just seeing, like, you know, when you see like this big franchise, and you know, they're not always crossing over, but in this way. They're crossing over in real life, which I think is pretty fun and also pretty amazing. So, yeah, follow them on social media, and um, you know, yes, you can actually still get uh, you can actually still get a shirt at represent.com at C40. And so, before we get to our episode commentary, I do want to read um, an email from one of our listeners, and uh, because it's uh, she has some theories for season four B as we're on a hiatus. So, um, just dig to dig into it and uh, see. See what we think of it. So this is from Rachel Bernatowicz, uh, also known as the new Rachel from the Legends podcast, who was also emailed Supergirl Radio a couple, ta- couple times. So Rachel, if I butchered your last name, I'm sorry. And Dear Flash Podcast, I was just listening to your episode about True Colors, and I came up with a couple of fears uh, that I wanted to share. Number one, Defoe slash Defoe slash Defoe, which is with an A-U-X, will eventually uh, body jack more people. Body Jack, that's a good, that's a funny word. Risk track word so far, it seems like he's going to start switching bodies even faster in the episodes to come. Potential candidates, Ralph and, and Marlies, along with maybe Cecile because she's a telepath at the moment, although potential, possibly she will be used to stop the vote. What do you think of that, Taddy? Do you think Cecile will be the key to stopping the vote? Do you think that she, he, well, technically she now will be jumping to more, to new bodies? Okay, well, sh- I definitely think that, um, Clifford is planning to jump more bodies and I wouldn't call Clifford a she unless he decides to identify as one because just because he's in a female body doesn't mean that he identifies as a female but uh, um, he's definitely planning on jumping into Ralph and I actually think I'm going to speculate that he will succeed by episode 18 um, because I'm sure that part of his plan would be to get his old body back and I'm sure the show wants Neil Sanderlands back, so jumping into Ralph would allow him to shapeshift into Clifford. No, that sounds about right. And I feel like because when they were casting for the vote, I remember that the hashtag show they um, they they said they had the you know, casting breakdowns for the vote, and I and I believe he was supposed to be in a good chunk of episodes. So it's, yeah, uh, he was like a partial regular. I can't remember what the what the ratio was, but I don't think he's fulfilled that ratio yet. And we know that Neil Sandilands was in Vancouver since Kevin Smith just posted a photo with him saying like he's not in my episode, but he came by set. So I'm pretty sure uh, he's going to be uh, back. Sure, he's be Kevin. Back in episode 18. Subtle, Kevin. Very mm-hmm. subtle. Um, At the very least, he'll be he'll be in episode eighteen because he even even Clifford him Clifford even Neil himself tweeted a, um, being like I'm coming back for you, Barry, or whatever, you know. So sounds about right. Yeah, I think that he. I mean, I feel like this is one of their. They're, this is one of their key storyline is story plots they twist that they want to use over and over again. I feel like now now that they've done it twice. I feel they they will keep doing it so on, but it also I mean I guess like I was talking to one of my friends about it that after we recorded it because he heard the episode he was like man I didn't know you were so frustrated but because don't you think it is kind of an exciting acting opportunity for some people like they they get to channel 
Neil Sutherland's in many ways. And I'm like, well, I guess in many ways it is, but it's like it, there needs to be some stakes to it because that's the problem I'm having is that Clifford is just jumping from one body to another and nothing seems to like, there, there needs to be some sort of limitation because otherwise he's just too overpowered. But that's just that's just how I feel about it. But it's um, it's a good, it's very likely it's a seal. As long as she doesn't die, right? No, because, she better not die. And because hang on. no, I was just gonna say they already used her to figure out that Barry was being held in the metahuman prison. So hmm. I'm not sure if she'll be the key to stopping the thinker or not. Um. But obviously, I, I assume that's not something that he counted on, you know. So, because how would you, how would you like plan for that? So it's possible that she could be an element of surprise. It's helpful. No, that's not, that's it's a it's a very good point. I um, yeah, I I, I feel like it still will be integral in some way, but um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try. They, she make she she becomes a big role a big care, you know, big. Uh, player into this whole thing, but maybe not in the way we expect that to be. Uh, but Rachel's other theory is that in the end of the episode, Marlies and Becky mention something called the Enlightenment. It's probably too early to guess, but I'm thinking maybe it could be similar to Myriad in season one of Super Bowl, uh, mass mind control of the city, which would be why the vote originally required a telepath in order to solve Earth's problems. Alternatively, it might be something involving the sharing of knowledge, which could work I, I, with, I think, Brittany's idea of Devo uploading herself to the internet. Really enjoying the podcast. Looking forward to hearing more in the second half of the season. For Rachel, aka new Rachel from Lenders Podcast, who's also emailed Super Radio a few times. Uh, <laughs> we do have a lot of Rachels. I gotta say that. What, what do you think of that uh, about the Enlightenment? That uh, because we the, the one thing we still haven't gotten answers to this season is. What is his end game here? Like he's planning these, like he's planned these metahumans to have these powers, uh, for a reason. But yet he killed them off and didn't get those got powers anyway. And now he's in Be- now he's in Becky's body, who has the power that she has. So like, what like what do you think? Th- what do you think the end game for Devoe is? Uh, I do agree with her. I've always thought, um, ever since the episode where, you know, we got the backstory four hundred seven. He what he wanted was for people to be more receptive to his way of thinking, basically, right? So I do mm-hmm. think it's going to be a mass mind control situation, or or a you know like making humanity com- comply with what he thinks, right? He wants to impose his will or his way of thinking on everyone. So I do think that that's why he needs the telepath powers, and I think that just like he still keeps the telepath powers when he's in Becky's body. He gained everyone else's powers too. That's why he needed all of them. So like he sucks up their life force and with it, he sucks up their powers. So now he has all of those powers, I think. And that's the one thing I wished like, you know, I, I used to like when, I mean, I know in the past, I've always been against the idea that we get all these post-mortem interviews uh, from like literally every website out there with the producer or whatnot. But I feel like for this episode, I feel like we could have really used some clarification from Todd Halbing and some of the, or even some of the writers about what is really going on here. Because I'm not even sure, like, are they dead but without their powers, or are they dead but just didn't lose their powers? I don't get why Wolf had to... Wait, get... what do you mean by lose their powers, or dead and not lose their powers? Well, I think I they're dead, for sure. I think the money humans are dead. I think yeah. Bo has sucked up their powers. But it would have been, like, it was hard to really gauge what was going on. I, I agree that the scene was a little bit rushed. They didn't explain it 
that well, but I'm pretty sure they're all dead. And he killed Debo just for shits and giggles. And that's why Merrilise was upset because that was not, you know, the plan was never to kill Randos. Yeah. And I wonder why Wolf got killed off because I, I felt like, didn't he say something before? Like, I want to take, you know, I want your life. I want your memories before he killed Wolf. He said, I want your life. He said, I want your life. Yeah. Yeah. Which so I think I have... just means I want you dead. Like, yeah. I don't want you. <laughs> that's what I think he means. Yeah, again, not not uh, fine not one of the finest episodes of the Flash in the history of sadly. It was yeah, like it felt like a rushed mess. But uh, no Rachel is like, there's some good fears in there. And I, I will say this like I I still think that Finger is gonna be hopefully by the end of the season one of the best villains that has happened to the Flash since Reverse Flash. But I feel like we need to get to a point now where they like kinda like, you know, and this is the problem with twenty three episode seasons, is that we like we're gonna have these whatever episodes, and then we get to episode eighteen or nineteen or so, and then we get the the, the the clarification of what he's what they're trying to do, and then that's the, kind of the ride down there. So, but no, some good that's some good fears, Rachel and the guys. If you guys have any, any fears and so on, because we might be recording episode next week, you know, we might maybe we should just do a mailback episode or whatnot. But if you've got any fears or whatnot for the next, for the second half of the season of the Flash, just email them and we will read them on there. But with that said, we're gonna do our our episode of commentary and hopefully this will go well. So I was, yeah, I'm either going to stay super silent because I'm scared to speak when no one's speaking, or I'm going to not stop talking to fill the awkward silence. No, no, no. I just the two of us. No, no, we will, we will (laughs) trust me. I am not, I'm, I'm a talker. So we, this, this will work fine. And I felt that's the most redundant statement of the century. You know, I'm a podcast and I'm like, I'm a talker. So it's like, okay, if I wasn't talking, why would I do a podcast? So either way, I was debating what episode we that we would do, and I felt like there was only one episode we we could do at least to begin with, and that is the pilot. So if you guys want to join us, if, you know, queue up your Netflix queues, or you can put in your Flash Blue Season One Blu-ray DVDs. Oh, I feel like most people have Netflix at the point, so it's probably easier that way. And um, yeah, and we're gonna. We're gonna talk. We're gonna comment on the pilot, and hopefully, you guys will enjoy it. So, uh, Taddy, we gotta we gotta sync it up, I guess. Um, so, are we, shall we do three, two, one, play, and then we play, or should we just do three, two, one, and then silent play? Three, two, one, and then play on play. All right. So, I'll count down, guys. You know, get ready. Three, two, <laughs> one, play. Love that CW logo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really glad David Nutter did this pilot as well, like, you know, because he had done Arrow, because I feel like there's always something, you can always tell when it's a David Nutter episode of a television show. It's more cinematic. Very more cinematic, yeah. It's almost similar to what Danny Cannon does uh, on Gotham. Like, you can tell when Danny Cannon, like, when he's directing an episode of mm-hmm. Gotham, as opposed to, and it's not to yeah. cite on that, or directors. Oh, the family photo. LOL. Those bullies. They're not <sighs> trying real hard. They're... Oh. I swear to God, this kid who plays Barry, he looks so much like William from Arrow. Aww. I was about to say something, but I'm not going to shade William. No, no, it's fine. We... we, we sh- Teddy, when have I not sh- shaded Arrow here? <laughs> Aww. And no more fighting. Lying. This is how. This is why Barry learned to lie. He saw his mom lying to his dad. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> the man in yellow. 
don't know if the science here makes sense of why the water the goes up. Has never made sense. All right, it's fine. And those poor fish. Oh, they'll be fine. What happened to them? They're, I'm they're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're dead, just like Nora. Wow, that's dark. <laughs> I feel oh. so bad. I feel so bad for Michelle Harrison of how many times she had to film this scene, like throughout her returning episodes. Yep, it's kind of awkward to be playing a a character whose purpose is to die. But that's all right. Also, can I just say that I've always wondered why no one ever suspected that the Flash was the killer. You know what I mean? Like when they were like, "Oh, well, he didn't exist." Barry I mean, has well, he... speed. No, no, no. But that's the thing. Like it's like Barry has super speed. The Flash, and then no one was like. What if you killed your mom, Barry? Because <laughs> I was okay. wondering, like, hmm. This, here's something I find pretty hilarious. Is that, okay, one, first of all, whoever that random guy was playing, Mark Barron, that photo, whatever. But yeah. I, find, I find it so funny that, that in the comics, uh, Chai, uh, what's his name, Fryer? Mm-hmm. Joe's partner. He's, like, this big like big role in Barry's life, and he's the one that like ends up dying in the episode. Yeah, I mean, he is, that's because... He had to like Joe had to take over Fry's life because wasn't isn't Daryl Fry the one who who uh, takes Barry in after? Yeah, that's Joe's role. So and I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm I'm glad for that because Jesse L. Martin is Jesse L. Martin. <laughs> yeah, Captain Singh like th- he was too calm in this episode. I feel like you know he because he's always yelling at Barry in the comics. Oh yeah, well no, I mean he's you know you, he's got to build him up. Can I just say though, it makes it gives me the feels like. You know how Singh always calls Barry Allen, right? Mm-hmm. And he always just kind of like acts like whatever, blase, nonchalant with him. But then in the in the tri- in the episode where he's arrested for killing DeVoe, uh, Singh says like Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, put your hands in the air, Barry. And I was like, oh my God, to make him feel more comfortable, he's called him Barry instead of Allen. Here's something I miss. Here's something I miss uh-huh. from the show is the Sherlock Holmes like point of view, like when he's like, yeah. he's, like Barry I mean, being a CSI. Would well, have that's been awesome to see. Yeah. I mean, but like as as a Sherlock Holmesian type CSI, you know, because he is he is the best detective in DC Comics other than Batman, and we never get to see that. Oh, we don't even see. Do we even get to see Carr being a reporter on Superman? None of these people get to have their. And there she is. To see this Adam Smasher smashing. And the love of Barry's life. Yes. The cutest. No, but it's her sister. No. Guys, can you see? Like, West Island haters, get over it. Uh, the one time I, I, I have all my fries, yo. I just want to talk about how cute it is that she they cancels a date to go on sad little nerdy visits what do you mean? to things. I, I'm sorry. What do you mean, sad little nerdy thing? Like that's, well, that's really she's, No, it's not. That's what she just said. But she's she's joking, obviously. But the point is that like she would rather go to something that she doesn't care about with Barry than on a date. So, and that's why she's never had a serious relationship before Eddie. <laughs> You're not speaking English. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Well, here comes one of my favorite Iris lines. Does anyone else that includes twerking? <laughs> Mm. I kind of wish that they would release the chemistry test, be- chemistry test between these Why two. Why won't they? It's very offensive to me. 
It's because Grant and Candace had it burned, I'm sure. Well, if they had, I'm going to have a talk and be like, at the next call, I'm be like, kiddos, you like, you can't be doing this to my heart. I'm pretty sure the Dallas Comic-Con, she's like, I hope it never sees the light of day. But was it bad? Like, apparently it wasn't bad because... No, it wasn't bad. Of course it wasn't bad. It's just embarrassing for them. He's self to poop. Oh, up. look at that. He just called Joe, Joe. Probably because Joe's not his dad. Remember when the show was like full of full of energy? No, I'm kidding. I oh, Starling City. I remember when he, it's been like forever since I said Starling City. Mm. You know, ugh, man. The continuity of this episode doesn't make sense to with the era episodes. So. No, no, but you know, like episodes don't have continuity from one to the next sometimes, so it's fine. I lo- ugh, I'm so sad, Barry. Why don't you just finish your sentence? Because. Hashtag 23 episodes per season. Exactly. And then hashtag Patty Spivak. Because you're not sister, it can get really weird and awkward to talk to me about girls. How interesting. It's like she's saying that it's awkward because they're not brother and sister. Wow. But but Patty, Joe adopted her. No. no. (laughs) I don't think it was ever that he adopted him. It was more like that because he's a citizen of the law that he could be his guardian. But guardian does not equal parent, I think. It's like a fo- it was like a foster situation. Yeah. yeah. I also love how oh. Iris always talks Barry up and doesn't realize that she's talking about like because she likes him. It's a classic, classic rom com trope. Tonight the future begins. Ugh, Wells. Wells a bard. The future begins. Oh that girl in the background that I just took a photo. I think that I think I saw in an episode of Gossip Girl. Seriously? Taking a photo of someone, sending it to Gossip Girl later. I have the dumbest memory. (laughs) My dissertation. Barry being too slow. But Iris, you were never supposed to... Okay, this is the part of the show I... One of the things I will never understand with Iris is that why did they make her study psychology? Because they wanted to be different at first. They were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had her working at CCPD? Like, that's what they wanted. They wanted her to be like a criminal psychologist at CCPD. And then Joe was like, 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 no. (laughs) I mean, then um, they just decided wait, that okay. it would make this, sense to make a reporter. The logic uh-huh. of the scene, he gets hit in the face by, with a computer. Yep. His, his, his nose is supposed to be broken by this. His nose? Like, or, or there's something on his face. Oh, and there Which he is. Which makes sense because he got hit in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, he, I, but, he, but he got hit in the stomach, didn't he? Not oh, his nose. So weird. I thought it was. It went too fast. Sorry. Oh, well. Don't say. Are you really one of those people that said "lol" instead of "I am"? I say "lol" in real life. Eddie Fawn. That's like a pretty boy. And you know she'd be looking at his, at his fine ass. Ugh, I love how petty Barry is. He's like, ugh. No more petty than Oliver. Uh, because that, I think that was the season when he, Oliver was uh, getting jealous of Ray, and uh, um, so they were just like. And one day he will chase telepathic gorillas and sharks with pants. Yeah, again, this was never like he, he. This was supposed to be him coming home from Starling City. I'm Linda Park. Oh my god, this is. <laughs> it's so funny. Like they could have just named a random reporter instead of having like because it's always so funny because now there's two Linda Parks in this in the Central City. Oh Hill. yeah. Yep. 
But it's all right. I mean, it's just like when Sarah Lance was a totally different girl in the pilot. Right, but I feel that's more okay because they you know, they just recasted her. Yeah, but they just recast Linda Bark. Right, but like there's now Nora Allen murdered by two. I think even even Gibson is actually like he's actually a character from the comics. Yeah. Evan Gibson, he's a rando though. He's he's just yeah. as random as he is in here. I think he like one time interviews Jay and Irie or something. Martin. That's a cheesy car. Oh, Joe. Why does Joe have such bad luck with partners? It's like being a defense against the dark arts teacher. You know, because we've talked about horror crosses in the last couple episodes of the Flashpoint, I love that that even in in an episode commentary, we somehow managed to sneak in Harry Potter into the show. Well, you know, the show is magical just like Harry Potter. No, he didn't listen to you, Joe. He died. Oh, Blake nearly score. Well, Barry, maybe you should run out. <laughs> oh, God, I just saw a glitch. Uh-oh. No, no, it's fine. It's like because... No, I will say off on there. Off, no, because Grant, like, he hasn't built up... He, you know, in before season one, he was you know he hadn't built up muscle yet. And uh, mm-hmm. when he did his errors episode, he was very you know he looked the way he yeah. did. And then in the season one, he was more buffed up. So like when they cut to him, it was the shot they used from Arrow. Oh, I love this. I love that water going up, or liquids rather. I- iconic, iconic. <sighs> I guess. I l- I'm sorry. I uh, love, I love I that. Just, I love the little like red lightning up his face. My fave. Oh my god! What happened to him? My baby. The CW is keeping him alive. That's what. Oh, Iris. Oh, I love that. This just hurts watching her. Like it just hurts watching her. Like, like. That's like the first of many times she has to watch Barry die. On and off screen. Nine months later. (gasps) This is also iconic. Lady Gaga playing in the background. Yeah. I checked his Facebook page. Wow, Barry must have really bad settings on his Facebook account if he can just... Mm. Sure, Caitlin. That was one of my first I'm going, sure, Caitlin, whatever you say. No. Oh, Cisco's so sweet. Mm-hmm. From start, he's like trying to make him comfortable. I really love how Cisco and Caitlin play off each other too. Like this is the two yeah. of them are such a great unit. Just like she's all she's all business, like and cold and business, <laughs> and he's all like warm and I want to say about pleasure, but not pleasure. You know, trying to make people comfortable. Well, well they're the fits. They're basically the fits similar of the show, but like yeah, but one of them's not lightning, white. So light, lightning gave me abs. Mm. And then we never see them again. Those abs? Because they don't exist? Yeah. No, those are they're the Grant's. Those were Grant's abs, right? I mean, I don't know if you Those were out. Grant's abs. All right. All right. Wait, they really got a stunt up? No, they got Stephen Amell to stand in for like a shot. And like, you know, look at <laughs> my uh, And that's the love for the sweatshirt. I literally had this look last Wednesday. Grace, Grace. 
you know, gray uh, sweatpants. Oh, yeah. Star Labs sweatshirt. The fact that they never make Star Labs operational again drives me nuts. <sighs> I mean, isn't that what Harry, HR tried to do? He tried, and he failed. <laughs> but he's HR, he was a failure. I'm sorry. Maybe that's what oh. Harry Wells can do in this. He did, he, he did something right, all right. He died so Iris could live. That's true. I love fake science. <laughs> it's my fave. I, I, I mean, just wait. What's wrong? I one thing I regret that this, this show never did much of was you know doing more flashbacks of the the nine months coma. Oh, thing. oh yeah, he was in the coma. Yeah. Because I even asked, I even asked Greg Belanti like at Comic Con that you know when season before season one came out, like, is this going to be like the island for for the show? Oh, and he was yeah. like, Bye. You know, I he, love that the first thing that Barry thinks of is like, oh, I should go see Iris. Gotta go. Oh, Cisco. But yes, they it would they could have mined a lot more out of that, and they might have if they had kept Ronnie around because one of the things from those nine months, you know, is Firestorm and. Caitlin missing her fiance, but he went away after one season, so that's so uh, cute. The can I keep the sweatshirt? I love that. Yeah, you keep the sweatshirt, boy. Okay, listen. It says Iris in the background of that building. I know everyone knows this by now, but like they didn't even plan that. It is totally iconic and OTP and like fate and everything. See? Iris right there. I see. So beautiful. I see it. And they play boys chase girls. Everything is perfect. I love everything. This scene is so amazing. It was like the first scene that I filmed. I can't. I can't believe it. <laughs> you just left a whole can there. Like, you know, hey, here, have <laughs> a pot of coffee. Oh, his little face. She watched him die. I wonder if this was their chemistry scene. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a scene they... Their chemistry scene was actually the scene in the lab. Oh. Yeah. I... I'm a fake fan, I guess. Okay, listen to this. Still beating. She activates his powers. Do you see that? Do you see that? She touches him, and then time freezes. Because time never stops moving, but when I'm with you, it feels like it does. Boom. That was a comic book line. I don't know if you know that. That's from Flash Rebirth. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what Barry says to Iris at the end of Rebirth. Oh, weather wizards! Weather wizard. No, weather boy. That ain't weather wizard. <laughs> that's Spartacus' oh, that's, job. Yeah, it's like weather wizard 1.0. But you know what? I think Shad Rook doesn't get it. I, I will say that I feel bad that Shad Rook doesn't get enough credit for the work he did here. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked his performance. So. And we never saw this dude again. That was quite a baby. Now there, your face. You still look like twelve. Hmm. Nah, I mean, Grant, if you listen, you look, I mean, you still look like you've aged, you're aging backwards. <laughs> I'm he sorry. He looks that... more mature now. He looks more mature now. Uh-uh. He looks like a teenager still. And I mean, in a good way. It's like, I'm jealous. I mean, I'm going to look like a crap when I'm 30. Eddie was such a nice guy. It's so sad. He, he tried so hard. See, he was, he, a... see, see, 
See, he was wearing a blue tie, so that means that he must have been Cabal Blue. You know, I still feel bad that Rick Cosnett was cast thinking he'd be a bad guy, and then he was just like, you know. Well, when he he spo- wasn't he supposed to be cast as Jake Garrick for season two originally? Uh, I heard something like that. Like he was originally going to be the man in the Iron Mask. Who's that guy with the like the Tim Riggins lookalike? Mm, Screw you! More like a Tommy, more like Tommy Wiseau lookalike. Baby. Bless Blake Neely. I'm sorry. This, I mean, this score here is like this is like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Blake Neely does excellent work. Yeah, I really hope he does work on Titans as well. Mm-hmm. And Sabrina, but you know, but the, I mean, the man. I love it. how excited he is to have powers. Like that's just uh, one of my favorite. Oh wait, wait, wait! wait. You know, like I got, I got Wait, wait! I had to lower the music because his oh god, oh, his scream. Oh, that ADR work. If that was ADR, well, look, there's a Black Lightning connection. Gamby. Oh, Gamby. But that's not the Gabby from. That's not the. That's his brother in that case. There you he, go. Yeah. Fair as air. But God, we're totally gonna get Green Lantern on the show one day. Mm. I don't really want Green Lantern on television. I don't think they can do him well. Unless it's an HBO, really? I guess. Yeah, I think if they got an HBO budget for like an episode, it would. It's a little stuck. I'm. I feel so bad for granted the scene because like he's wearing that thing in yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, it looks kind of awkward. Yep. No, no, it's not. It's not awkward. It's just like he's must be freezing his ass off. <laughs> what do you do? I love yeah. Cisco so much. Well, mm. well, I saw him first, so back off. <laughs> uh, excuse yourself. Well, you've been—I ex- mean, you've been excused. So, Carlos doesn't know it, but he's my boyfriend. And this whole little "you don't smile" thing—like, that's how you know that dudes, dudes write this. Like, you should I smile I like- more. No, I mean, I mean, I would say if in recent years I've noticed that this is how I am with people. Like, I ask people like why they don't smile sometimes. Yeah, sometimes people don't want to smile. God, Andy. Sometimes their fiancés just died. Uh, some uh, oh you mean like it's like a recurring thing that like he comes back yeah. like that yeah you're dark so you don't even know when you can smile and when you can't get set run Barry run no not yet that's too early mm-hmm. Cisco's face Kayla looks more uh, disappointed about the papers than, like, her, him running off. Well, you know. I love that. I love that little squeal of delight. Ugh. You know, even though season four has gone back to being, like, very bright, so it still doesn't feel like Barry's having a good time being the Flash. Really? I don't know. Well, I guess he hasn't gotten all that much chance to be the Flash. But, for example, like, every time he did it in prison, he seemed to be enjoying that he was getting away with doing it. Until, Until, you he, know, was, he went he, too far. Oh, God. That's, you know, we don't see him. Like, he looks so graphic. Like, that's, that's such a graphic effect. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't do it all. 
Well, not in the day. Oh, sing. I love him so much. Yeah, I love Patrick. Sure, up to it. Of course, she's up to it. She wants that bastard caught. I want to find this blog. I'm sorry. Why did we never visit this? www.barryallenwright.com Six Kilo Charlie Three. That tells me a lot. Does it, Caitlin? Does it look like that? Well, yes. She's a doctor. She knows this stuff. She's a doctor who can't tell that her patient isn't paralyzed. She's also a doctor who told her patient to take a nap after having a concussion. Well, Barry's also the smartest CSI and we'll say that he could even figure that out until like sixteen episodes later. <laughs> yeah. You just played you just played yourself, girl. <laughs> I'm play I'm it's all playing the show. All playing the show. It, it is playing the show because we're watching it. <laughs> it was gonna be so funny that someone listening to this. Oh now he's gonna there. tell someone about he's gonna tell some people about about his mom's death. Christ. I see your face, Wells Bard. You already know what happened. Mother oh, Great, thank you. I, I have to bleep that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's alright. It's funny. It's funny when you when you get passionate. <laughs> see, he's got to clean his glasses to hide the emotion of I did it. Aha. But was it though, Barry? I love this is his first presumption that it's like he gets his power and he think and he kind of man, I love when the show actually lets him be smart. Yep. Me too. Which they let him do in the last episode. Do you see this freaking foreshadowing? Oh my god. I like having a boyfriend who isn't shot to death. Kill me. Well, I mean, he shot himself in the finale. Okay, still. Still counts. Oh, that's oh this hurt. face. This face. See, and even her face, like, she knows that that it's upsetting, even though she does not know why. Relax, <laughs> Barry. You're not telling her about your secret. Oh, Eddie's a nice boy. Oh, oh, Iris, you haven't watched Luke Cage, have you? You don't know what a cup of coffee means. Ha, 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 ha. Well, I think it was still a euphemism. I love this. Iris is the first person he saved, just like in the comics, in showcase number four. She's the first person he saves, except it's from a bullet. I mean, it's like you're like a big Iris fan. I mean, it's are like you? that, isn't it? It's like that. Okay, I don't get it. Why was there no lighting effect coming out of him when he was running? Because they didn't know that yet. I don't know. They they haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> don't keep don't keep the gun in your in your. Oh my god, it's, mm. it's like eight mile all over again. Mm. Eight mile? Just compare eight. it to eight mile. Yeah. Oh when when, they, when the guy shot his dick off. Ooh, he looks oh really good in this scene. Grant Gustin does. This dude just constantly making tornadoes. 
this was this this was the first behind the scene thing I saw of the show. Like oh, when they really? were when they were film when they were paparazzi's filming stuff. Uh, this was this was the first thing I saw. Like them, he you know, yeah, Grant like constantly running to the right over and over again. It's got to be so exhausting to film scenes like this. I well, I it's, not like film- it's not like mm-hmm. they're paid. A- it's not like they're paid actors or anything. I know, but still tiring, man. Oh, oh! Here comes Joe, being overprotective father of the century. I love that the time, the time, the only times that he gets mad at Barry are when Iris is in danger, and he's like, "You're not doing your job, Barry." What were you thinking I of having you her for out- one thing? Okay, I don't get this though. Like, what, what, what were you thinking of have, having her out here? Like, it's not like it's a dangerous neighborhood or anything like that. Mm, well, he's just Joe. Joe is dumb. All right, he's. When it comes to Iris's safety, he's just like loses all sense of. This makes me cry. People forget this too, like that Joe didn't believe Barry about his parents, and that he. Oh, I didn't. I didn't forget. This is the one time in the pilot I don't like him. Yeah, but like he and Barry didn't have the relationship that they have after the pilot because for his whole, you know, his like young adult teenage and young adult life, I just don't literally thought he was crazy. I just don't like, like what happened. Okay, this this thing here. This is what I'm just like. Okay, this became too much. He just woke up from a coma. And you're just gonna tell him like, exactly. you're boy, you're piling this on him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn, slow down, Joe. But like, how many times do you guys think they had this argument? You know. It feels like Iris had to do this a lot when they were growing exactly. up. Oh, his little sad face. Ugh. I love Joe, but yeah, but I do think that it's like sometimes we gloss over the more difficult parts of the dynamics because. Oh, Eddie, if you just had walked, you're slow as a little punk. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah. It is funny that he comes in like, oh, whoops. Look at my golden ass. No, I look, I look, I love Rick Kuznat, but it's like. Barry, what happened to your scar? Right? He, he well, he heals fast. Remember? Even his, okay, that's true. That's true. Ha ha! They beat you. I'm a fake fan. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't you should have seen some of the hate I got in season zero? Like, you don't season know anything zero. about yeah of the flashback guys. When I was like, oh. they were like, you don't know anything about the flash. I'm like, well, duh. I said it in my first episode that I'm going to be learning about the flash as I go on this journey with you guys. Oh, why wonderful. do you think? Why do you think I recruit like forty guest hosts throughout the whole season to help me out doing these character exp- spotlights? Meta humans. Oh, Cisco loves everything. <laughs> oh. Harden must have. So this is okay. Mm-hmm. I, if there was one thing, this is this kind of was surprising because you know I know that Jeff Johns co-wrote this episode. Yeah, and you know he's he was part of the Elmling show. I don't get why he didn't tell the writers when they were creating the particle accelerator explosion that hey, instead of just affecting Central City, why not affect the whole freaking country or the whole world? Probably because he knew that the other shows well in that case arrow did not want to incorporate metahumans and yet they I and mean, then look where they are now 
I mean, Flash mm-hmm. had to. I mean, Flash had to pretty much save Air's, Air's reputation when they lost Laurel. Flash had to save them. Yeah, they had to introduce. They introduced Black Siren and Fruit Flash because mm-hmm. they screwed up. This is sad. I like. I like that everyone sort of like feels the weight in that moment. But I, 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 I also like get. Like it's heavy to see that no one is like on his side. Mm-hmm. Oh, and flashbacks. Poor Henry. This okay. is like I love one thing that I love about Flash and Continue to Love is how they do their it's not stunt casting, because that sounds negative, but like how they will cast previous incarnations. Yeah. Or, you know, characters from the nineties series and other like people important to the Flash history. In different parts. Oh, look at that. Joe calling Barry my daughter's best friend. Probably because that is how he knows Barry <laughs> from the pre-existing relationship that Barry already had with Iris. Oh god, this is oh. A so kid sad. should not a kid should not have to see this. Right? It's true. Oh. Starling oh, that... City again. When did it change to Star City? Was it Ray who changed it? Yeah, no, no, no. It was at the end of season. He wanted to change to Star City, I think. But then towards, um, I think it was season four when they renamed it to Star City. Okay, I love that the speech from the beginning he was giving to Oliver. That's so cool. Like that reveal. It's really nice. He ran six hundred miles to cry to a friend. Remember when Oliver was so likable? But, uh, because so I don't, mean. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I these days I'm missing Justin Harley's Green Arrow. You can tweet me at Anibite, and I don't. I won't give a fine crap. Like, what if I? He's very. They make they make Oliver very inspirational on the Flash, though. I do like that. I will say that I will say that they're good to him. Air writers take no offense, but the Flash writers know how to write Oliver in a way where he's actually like inspiring and likable. Vigilante. Take no oh. offense. You are terrible. <laughs> I, I know. It can be better. Inspire Aww. people. Baby. The way I never could never could. He's like a guardian angel. At least you want to start making parallels again. I'm gonna be like, mm. Seeing people. In a flash. Sorry. It's alright. I forgive I lo- you. I mean I love Ugh. Wear a mask. I love that. If only had a goatee in this scene, it would have been perfect. Uh, I love uh, everyone's okay. look in the pilot. Everyone looks so good. Cool. That is really <sighs> cute. <laughs> cool. That was a Stephen Amell voice, though. Like, that was like Stephen yeah. Amell being Stephen Amell. Like, cool. You know, I may be hard on Stephen Amell sometimes because I know it's not his fault. It's the way he, you know, he, you know, he only, you know, he he does what he has to do with the work he gets. But I know he he can do better than what he is getting on Arrow. Well, we'll see when Arrow's over. Uh, again, Carlos is just so great. He's so great. He really brings so much to Cisco that, like, without Carlos, Cisco would not be nearly as lovable and as iconic as he is. 
But I like I like the hesitation that Caitlyn has though because she doesn't want anyone else to die like Ronnie did. Like look at like look at her fist right there. Like she's shaking. Like no one. Yeah, I think Caitlyn's Caitlyn's in season one is really interesting. Like just how I, I, st- I still need to like, know though. That's oh, sorry, go on. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was just gonna say like it's interesting because it's she is more interested in protecting her friends, right? She really cares about what's close to her. And then, like, other people are kind of more theoretical to her, which is what a lot of us are like. A lot of people are like that. And that's interesting, as well as the fact that she has, she's a see-to-believe type person. She's like a doubting Thomas, like Joe. You know what I mean? Like, she always, her first instinct is to say, oh, no, you can't do that. And then she has to be proven that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting characteristic that isn't explored as much as it could be. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, I mean, Eddie. Uh, he, he's just sitting there on that... His, like, country uh, accent is so funny to me. Especially because I feel like Liam McIntyre doesn't have that. Like, obviously, we know he's... Well, he's, they're... He's, are they cousins or brothers in the, in the show? No, they're brothers. They're, they're brothers, brothers, the they're brothers in the show. Yeah. In the comics, though, they were, co- they were cousins. I... Oh. Turn I around. did not realize that. Oops. Your girls can stop good! <laughs> I feel like I need to go watch what? 15 immediately to, to listen to Liam McIntyre. I miss I miss the rogues. Same. But you know what? They're probably going to put, uh, put Wither on Let Us Next Season because why should Andy get to have any Flash villains to play with? <sighs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, sh- I'm, 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 sure, I'm, I'm sure Wally will have a good time on Legends. Yeah. He will. He will. Oh god! I remember how fans were freaking out that he didn't have the lightning bolt in the scene, and when they saw like the, the yeah. trailer, I'm like, guys, it's called an origin story. Over time, yeah. Gosh. <sighs> they would never come back and direct more episodes. Yeah, that'd be amazing. See, do you see what I'm talking about? The doubting, the doubting Thomas. Mm-hmm. Right. Joe, Joe. I love, I love that his power is running around villains in the opposite direction. <laughs> I can't. Are you mocking the Flash? <laughs> no. you better not be. I love him. I love him. And I love Cisco saying he can do it. Because, again, Cisco is the believer. Cisco and Iris are the believers. I mean, I think Caitlin at this point is also. I mean, she becomes a believer in the, in the first season. Oh, God. She's still like, no, you can't in later seasons. Same with Joe. Joe is a no, you can't person. But that's just out of caring, like because they care. They're warriors. Okay, his arms look so weird when he's like putting them up. It's like it's like he's it's like he's elongated man almost. He's like stretching. Don't talk to me about elongated man. Oh now you hate Ralph. Okay, I see. <laughs> when did I love him? Oh you never oh you never liked. I mean in the comics I like him. Run, Barry, run! Iconic. Oh, ugh. I remember. I remember just nerding out seeing this at Comic Con. Like I was watching the whole pilot, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, I, I. But then I had no one I could talk to about it. I had to be like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. Armin did these special effects, right? 
Armor, yes, I, I believe like, so. This is great. Like, this is like I honestly think it's like the some of the best special effects for you know CW for just TV in general. I think it looks good. Yeah, but no, but let's give it all to HBO because dragons, I guess. No, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I'm I'm sick and tired of how these some of these shows like for some of its weaker spots, their greater spots should be more celebrated. Like in these kind I of agree. Like, award yeah. shows. I agree. But no, but you got no, but you gotta be a Breaking Bad or a Walking Dead or a Game of Thrones to be able to get something. Why did you shut off your mask, Barry? Oh, who loves parallels? I love parallels. Barry turning his back and the villain about to kill him, and then a West saves his life. Oh, and then Caitlin smiled. Confession time. I swear to God, when I first saw the trailer and I saw this shot, I'm like, are they going to put it together with Dr. Wells? Like, I legit thought this is. You know, they were going to. They were going to. Snow Wells was going to be a ship until they cast Danielle. Like, originally, she was supposed to be older and she was going to be a love interest for Harrison Wells. But then they cast Danielle, so they made her younger and they made Ronnie her love interest instead. I I liked it a lot better because, I mean, one, I I love Danielle. I think she's great. Like, like like Carlos and Candace and everyone else, I I can't really imagine the show without her. So and I and also I like the connection with Ronnie. It's kind of like fire and ice. Yep. Too bad. I mean, I just think it's really sad that they, you know, not that they got rid of him. I'm sure Robbie left and they didn't want to recast him. But it is sad because that was such an important component of her character. I'm gonna kill you, Joe West. Be careful. Uh... Because if he dies at the end of the season, I'm no, blaming No, he's not going to die. He would never die. And I just can't. It makes me so mad. This patriarchy. The patriarchy. Ugh. Like, why shouldn't Iris know? She's already in danger, you losers. Yeah. This was this was one of the weaker, one of the few weaknesses of season one. Mm-hmm. But this, but was this on is air, one but, of the but, strengths. Barry yes. and Henry. Like, this is some emotional shit. I love Ezra Miller, but I'm sorry, the Justice League movie, like, they tried to rip the scene off, and I'm they just did. like... They did. Yeah, I was... And they I, could I, not I, do it. I was pissed. I'm like, you, you had to do the hand thing and everything. They tried. You tried .jpg. Just... Oh. <laughs> They do like they could be father and son in real life. Uh. Yeah, they really do. They really do. And the acting on both sides is just stellar in this. Like, honestly, I think I was most blown away after I watched, like, the pilot of The Flash. And even the first two episodes I was just, like, by how high the acting was. Like, the caliber of acting for a CW show. Not that I'm saying the CW show's actors are terrible. But, like, you don't you don't expect as much when you're watching a CW show. Yeah, and they I really- think The Flash, no offense to Arrow, because Arrow season one and two were fantastic. But this was when... We really are seeing a step up for these TV with the Flash. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. You just can't. You know. You got to get it in there. No, but it's like even like. <sighs> Baby. Iris already being interested in what she's seeing. I remember she was in, there was an audition scene that leaked um, where she was actually at the crime, scene of the crime. There's the lightning bolt. Oh, yes, she was. And she asked Barry, like, what's going on? Because you can tell that he's lying. Wait, 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 wait. He's like, 
Remember mm-hmm. when you wanted me to change my name? Oh, yes, that was so beautiful. That gets me every freaking time. I know. Uh, oh, proud to be your son. Are you crying right now? The, shut up. <laughs> Baby. I love you, Dad. <sighs> All right. The hand. Mm-hmm. On for the hand. That's how you do it. That's how you that do it. Do it. That is. I don't like that. Actually, got to play Henry Allen in the movies. I'm sorry, I don't. He's too young, and also he just doesn't have like what I want for Henry. I think it's Barry Allen, and mm. I'm the fastest man alive. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My gave me a na- name, a new name. It's gonna catch on. <laughs> I love that parallel, by uh, the way. You know how they, they do the, the Iris has those same voiceovers in episode six, which is the first one that she voices? Wait, wait, here's our first post credit scene. And immediately we know that Wells is evil. I love it. Oh, I love this. I just love this. First of all, I love this set, but I also love just this, this score. Just. Like you, like it's the score isn't necessarily telling you it's that this is an evil person or just a good person. It is supposed to be very ambiguous. Okay, sure, but clearly he's evil. Oh, flash missing vanishes in crisis. I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 kind of getting scared. We're never gonna see that that storyline. No, oh, we will. Whenever the last season, we'll see it. Well, that and that was, fun. that was a lot of fun. That was the pilot of the Flash, and wow, and that was I. I love the show so much that it's like after last week's episode, I, I mean, I will say this: I was angry with the show because I felt it was a sloppy episode, and I look at this episode and I feel like, uh huh, can we can we go back to this? Can we go back to this kind of thing? And I know they're trying their best, and they're and so far this season has been amazing. But I feel like when we get episodes like this, like last week, I'm just like, are we just gonna keep going further down the hole of what they've done that? But hopefully, this will be a satisfying conclusion to what I think has been a phenomenal season so far. Because if this is the kind of quality we could get in season one, then I'm sure it's like the quality of the flash has never disappeared. It's just that there's, there's they just made the some odd choices in, in in the past years. Mm-hmm. And I look and I just look at this episode and I'm like Yeah, no, I will I, I I shall believe again. Um where, where where were you the first time you saw the were you at Comic Con and saw the pilot when it happened? Um let's say that I was. Alright. Let's because say Because I you. saw it before it aired. Oh. Mm-hmm. Alright. And I was really I was hooked after the first episode. I mean in fact I was, I feel like I've told the story before, but I was not planning on watching The Flash when I had heard about it because Arrow had already disappointed me at that point. Like, I was already like, um, I'm mad at Arrow. They clearly knocked Laurel off of her, you know, they had already planned to get to get rid of her as leading lady, basically, and that annoyed me. And I didn't, at that point, I like, I didn't like that they had brought in Sarah to replace her. And then, you know, when Moira died, I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done with the show. Bye. And so I heard about the flash and I was like, no, 
mm, no, I'm not going to do that because they're going to mess it up again. I don't care. And then, and then I saw the trailer. And the trailer had Jesse L. Martin as Joe and Candace as Iris. And I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. Now I have to watch. First off, like, because the chemistry, you saw the little, like, it's still beating moment, you know, in the in, in the trailer. And I was like, ah! And, and also the fact that she was black meant that people were going to hate her. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to defend her. So I obviously have to watch the show. And then yeah, I, I saw the pilot. And it was amazing. And I've been talking about it nonstop ever since. So here I'm, we yeah. I mean, I mean, I've given my story of like how I became, you know, interested in the show. It was like it was the day when it got announced, but, um, you know, I was on the toilet doing my business, and then I see on Twitter, <laughs> I see, I see on Twitter Thank that they yeah, I see on Twitter that they're gonna do a flash spin-off show from Arrow, and I run t- to the computer, back to my computer, and I reserve the flash Twitter handle, and then the rest is history. I mean, I, I knew I was always going to do a DC podcast. I wanted to do a DC podcast about a DC TV show, but I didn't want to do it about Arrow because I felt like I want to I want to be there from the beginning. And um, and then the Flash came and I'm like, I feel like there's there's something with the show. I feel, I feel like I will they, this will be my new Smallville. And um, this, is, like, this is like, I mean, I don't like, there's never going to be a show like Smallville for me again. And I think the Flash is the closest thing I will ever have. So, and I try to remember what was I like when I saw the, the trailer. Like, I... I just got I got excited for the show in, in general for everything like you know for the for the for the epicness for the romance for the mystery and yeah no it was again I love the show and as like I said I've had my issues with the past two seasons with the season three and a little bit of season four but season four is like it's getting back there to you know that good place and I think that if they have a good ending to this then I feel that like this will be like you could go only go up from there, and um, yeah. I but really loved. W- I really loved the last, like not this latest episode. Um, I think we everyone, a lot of people had problems with it for many different reasons, but I really loved four eleven and four twelve. I thought those two episodes struck struck a good balance between, you know, Barry being the optimistic hero that we know him to be, uh, as well as the team all working together in various ways, even without him, while also bringing in like just the right amount of humor and pathos so i was really happy with those two episodes and then 413 it was like good because it brought us back on the on the path of the thinker but i didn't like the way they did it so yeah it felt like an unedited episode it felt like it felt like i don't know i mean yeah you guys you heard my rant about it and i after seeing the pile again i am in a good mood with a show and um I mean, I you have faith to- that they'll bring it back I think they do because I feel like season three became so in- instrumental to how they're shaping this season to be like it's like it's not necessarily dark. It's just like this is the like this is you know more of the like the grayer side of the flash, but it's still it is a fun season. And mm-hmm. I think I think some people are being too harsh on it when they're saying that well, it's like a Batman sixty six kind of uh, comedy or goofiness, or it's like it's trying to be like legend. And I'm like no because. As much as the legends are, there's just like there's no rules and law to the legends. The, I don't the, really, yeah, I don't really see the it's trying to be like legends. Thing. I don't, I, I don't feel that way. I, I will um, get hate for it. I will get hate for this for what you said. Like guys, when I say there's no logic and rules to legends, it's like guys, they even make fun of that in the show. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing with legends is that I think it's the dynamics work so well, uh, and the characters are really enjoyable. It's like people just have a good time, and they don't have to think about the rules because there is no pressure to think about it. Like 
you don't know what the, what the heck Mollus is up to or like what he wants or like how he works, but no one's even asking that question to begin with. So it doesn't matter. Uh, you know what I mean? But I will say that this past up this this week's episode of Legends that came back, it was a phenomenal episode and a good, it was a great Sarah episode. Also yes, Constantine, yeah. because Constantine is my best. Constantine's always great. But yeah, it was a great it was a great Sarah episode. But like I was wondering to myself, what is Malice even up to? You know? But no one cares. It doesn't it's 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 an irrelevant question. You're just you're just screaming into the void when you ask it. Because Legends is not about the plot. Uh so so yeah, so that is why Legends can get away with not having rules, and Flash cannot. Yeah, but again, and I'm sure people will come after me, be like, you know, you hate Legends. Like, no, I mean, I will say this: Supergirl fans should be more angry with me than Legends fans because I'm not. Season three is. I mean, I, I'm watching it for Lena Lou from Brainiac Five. So what is? What are you not liking about season three? <laughs> Lol, this is certainly um, not a Flash podcast. No, it's but, it's, you know, it's for the fine. We're, we're, it's on. We're on hiatus. It's fine, and we're, we're on a break. And no, I, for me, the problem with Super Bowl is that it's in season three curse. This is the darkest season of the show, and it's either gonna make or break the show. I think Super Bowl will do it fine if they actually kill her off and then have her come back in season four. Like they, they cannot introduce the concept of the world killers and just have her somehow win without dying. And but I think the other problem is that Beardell, as you know. Uh, the latest Supergirl radio has named Monel, and mm-hmm. he his. I feel like yeah, I think he grew up a little bit too much to the point where it's like there's nothing interesting about him. I mean, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, I'm excited. No, Beard Beardell, that's what we're calling him. And okay. I, okay. I feel I feel horrible for Jimmy because I like Jimmy Olsen, and I have no interest in winning shot anymore. I just don't care about win and. Lena and Brainiac 5 are right now the only thing that I care most about the show. I love Martin Manhunter, but the thing is, they are nerfing him so hard. Yeah, that... it really bothers me how they're nerfing John. Like, every time he has the, the key, because he's so powerful, it's kind of like Cisco. He's so powerful that he would solve their problems, like, really quickly, so they have to, like, take him out of commission. Um, but they do it with the way to do it with John is so obvious and awkward because there's not really much else for him to do. Like no one really cares about him like leading the DEO if Kara's not there. Like Joe West, you can still fall on his story because he is like he is the dad of the team. But with, mm-hmm. with, with, with John, like he like there isn't there isn't a team super Bowl in the same way that there is a team flash or team arrow, for mm-hmm. example, like with or team legends. Like there's just like Team, like right, I don't even feel like Team Super Bowl is a thing right now on Super Bowl. Like everyone, like we, we haven't seen Guardian in forever, uh, or right. when, when we saw him two weeks ago or something. But that was only because yeah. of Lena. And, mm-hmm. and again, L- Lena right now is the the character I'm more intrigued by, as well as Brainiac Five. That's actually and, kind of my problem right now with Supergirl. My my biggest issue with Supergirl, aside from their inability to handle the di- like the social issues that they seem to want to handle, um. But outside of that, my biggest issue is that it doesn't really feel like Kara's story right now. Like, it feels like the, sh- the show could be called Luther. And I love Lena, and I think that Katie McGrath is great, and all her stories are, like, I'm, interesting. I'm about, I'm about to dodge, because you're about to piss off a lot of fans. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, no, I mean, I love Lena. I think she's great. But she's the, like, the big bad of the season is connected to her, you know? And then the mini bad, Morgan Edge, is also connected to her. 
and she's getting the 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 romantic arc this season. Like caramel's happening, and obviously it's coming back now that we know the Monel loves her. But like the one that's been uh. developing from the start is James and Lena. So it's really it's really interesting to me how they've centered the season on Lena, and and not on Kara, even though like Kara's getting more than I don't know like more of her own things to call her own than she did last season because last season was sort of like her propping Monel's story. But now it feels like she's like totally unmoored, you know? I don't know. It's really weird. I hope that Birel and, and Carl doesn't get back together again. I you just if, have to accept it. Just have to accept well, it. It's okay, gonna okay. happen. Logistically, if the Legion is like, I mean, if the Legion leaves a season to go back to the future, doesn't he have mm-hmm. to go with them? He's like the leader. Yeah. But hashtag what logic? Um, but yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and again, and, and with Arrow, it's like I have a complicated relationship with Arrow. But I, I, I will say this: like this latest episode was, it, it was intriguing as hell, and I mean, I loved the the two major endings that we got, um, mm-hmm. because I spoiler alert, I love I lo- I love Kirk Azavato, and I'm excited for Richard Dragon to rise, but also. Black Siren, but I can't talk about it too much, so I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but Supergirl is like I think Supergirl and Air are tied as my least DC shows right now, and with Legends and Flash just being like, they're although Black Lightning is, I mean, it's Black, Black Lightning is like totally it's like a separate universe. Yeah. Oh, you oh, you don't say. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like Black Lightning's like on a different level. Black Lightning's you know amazing right now. I, um, but at the same time, it's also the first season. You can't compare the first season. You know, but here's the thing. It's not a it's not a spin-off from the other shows. It's like there's no like there's no besides Berlanti and then some some similar crew people, there's right. no there, there is there, no there, connection. That this doesn't feel like a like an Arrowverse show in any way. Like Legends in season one, it felt like an Arrowverse show. Supergirl felt like an Arrowverse show. The Flash right. felt like an Arrowverse show. But this this show is like it's a like like I've been saying, we're entering a new age of these television. I think people are just gonna have to get ready for it because I feel like they're doing Blacklight is doing so many things that I wish the other shows would do better in. But that's a discussion for a different day. But um, and just just to make this perfectly clear to our listeners, this is not us hating on the other shows because we're a Flash podcast. This is us. Look, but outside of Flash podcast, Tiana's a critic. I'm a critic. She's a reporter. I'm a half-assed reporter. Uh, <laughs> it's what? If, if you're half-assed, then I am too. No, 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 no. You're a better, you're, you are a better ire than I am. Um, Aww. And sometimes, That's the nicest and, thing you've ever said to me. What? What? <laughs> Did you even listen but, to half of the stuff I was rambling in the car ride to, to uh, from uh, from LAX from LAX last year? Either way, I just want to say this: I care about the DC TV universe. I care about the Arrowverse, but we I'm not gonna sit here and gush it every freaking week if they're not you know if they're not enjoyable. Like there's gonna be bad moments, there's gonna be good moments, and that's just the way of television and, and critiquing. So people who will like either leave an iTunes review and say you know Andy is just hating on the other show, they're just loving the fight. Like no, I'm guys. I beg you, go back to the last week's episode of the Flash Podcast, episode 13, and listen to me, where I don't really seem to really enjoy most of the episode. Like, and you will see that I can be critical with the show, too. And and that's probably why it's good that we're on this break right now. Like, I mean, I'm glad that Legends is back so that it can finish up its uh, third season. And um, But yeah, it's like I'm... 
you know what? I'm going to pause here and maybe save this for a later episode, maybe in the highest, where we can actually really examine the Arrowverse as a whole right now. Because right. I, I have thoughts, but I kind of want to see how these seasons play out. Because I might be too harsh right now, but we will see. But that was our... Not only just our pilot commentary, that was our commentary on these TVs. So I hope you enjoyed it. We will try to <laughs> we'll try to do more episode commentaries as we go along, and it might not even be like that. We go like episode by episode. We might pick specific episodes that we really connect with because the pilot is you know that's the pilot. So like, but maybe next time we do you know episode one hundred nine or one fifteen. I mean, oh I'm God. telling you all the episodes we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's that, that's funny, but it's also very accurate of those. That's because those kind of episodes we have to do one on nine, like it's a mid-season finale episode fifteen. That's the first one he does time travel, and um, yeah. But guys, that's gonna be it for this week's episode. This week's episode of the Flash Podcast. And Taddy, where can people find you on social media and your other projects that you're working on? You can find me at Marcella's Ear. M Y R C E L L A S. E-A-R, Marcella's Ear, on Twitter or on Instagram. You can send me questions at Valerie M. Perez on Tumblr. And you can find my articles on With an Accent, The Flash Podcast, and The Marvel Report. And you what you have a podcast your, uh, of your own. Oh my god, yes I do. I'm so sorry. Jessica and May. I have a podcast with two other lovely ladies who are Arrowverse fans. And it is Ladies with Gumption. You can find us at DCTV Gumption on Twitter or Ladies with Gumption on iTunes or Google Play. And listeners, you can find me on my public Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Andy Babak. Babak is spelled B-H-B-A-K-H-T. I am doing stuff. I'm doing some stuff for TV Fanatic. I run the mole port together with Hadiana. I co-host the Titans podcast, uh, which We'll be getting a new episode very soon. And I help run the DC Podcast Network. And I'm just going to say keep an eye out on my Twitter in the next couple of days or so. I have some just like a fun personal thing about myself to share. Ooh. And uh, yeah, and I, I can hear her typing already. Like, what is it? What is it? And, <laughs> out, um, and um, what else do I do? I don't do anything else besides that. And, <laughs> but... No, I mean, I mean, guys, I'm boring. Like when I'm not doing this podcast, like I'm boring. Like I'm like I have like I I re- <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm pathetic. Um, but uh, well, let's let's. It's it is pretty sad. I'm I'm a pretty sad person. Uh, but you know what's not sad though? That's it's the flashpodcast.com website where we get you got you all covered with the latest news of the Flash TV show with trailers and photos and descriptions and comic reviews from Tatiana and and lots of fun stuff. So go to theflashpodcast.com and get you all all your coverage. You should you should follow the Flash Podcast on social media at the Flash Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. You can subscribe to the Flash Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio. And when you're on Apple Podcasts, do me a little, do us a little favor. From for from for all of us here on the Flash Podcast, do us a little favor. When you go to Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe, and then I want you guys to leave us some five star reviews, letting us know what you love most about the Flash TV show and the Flash and the Flash Podcast because. The best way to support us, like one of the best ways to support us, is through iTunes, through Apple Podcast reviews. The the more uh, Apple Podcast reviews we get, the higher we get on, up in the store, and the more you know exposure we can get, and the more things we can do back for you guys, and so on. Because the more people that hear about the Flash Podcast, the the the, the better. So so yeah, just 
if you can do us a little favor, we would really appreciate that. And uh, we might, I might do a little fun giveaway for Apple Podcast uh, reviewers um, in the very near future. So stay tuned on that. So like just even like now, start hitting up some reviews, and I might choose some of them as winners. Um, but believe your Twitter handle in the review so I can contact you if you know depending on how we do the contest because I think I want to do there's something I want to do but I to be continued you, you should follow the entire DC Podcast Network at dcpodcast.com where we have amazing podcasts for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Letters Tomorrow, iZombie, classic DC TV shows along with Black Lightning and the upcoming Krypton and Titans TV shows you can subscribe to the mega feed that we have on Apple Podcasts and Google Play you can follow the podcast network on um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DC Podcast. And um, yeah, if you have any questions to us about the Flash, or you know, like feedback or theories or anything you want to share with us, you can email us theflashpodcast at gmail.com. My God, these plugs are like a marathon, Tatiana. Like I just yeah, can't. I can't. Um, a lot going on there. Yeah, that's why like during the live shows, like I just never do the plugs. I'm just like guys. Just read the damn description and you can follow it. <laughs> and also, guys, of course, support us on TeePublic. Go to our TeePublic store for DC Podcast Network and get some some uh, awesome Flash uh, merchandise as well as, you know, for the other shows. Like, you know, cool shirts, caps, and whatnot. But that's going to be it. We're going to be back with another special edition episode next week. And then I believe the Flash will be back on the following week. So it's only two more weeks, guys. And then we're going to be done. And... I'm off to go see Black Lightning, and so is Tariana. And guys, Black Lightning, Tuesday at Night Central on the CW. The CW not pay, pay me to say this. You should just see it because it's awesome. And uh, yeah. Indeed. This was a lot of fun. And so, Taddy, thank you for joining me. This was, um, you know, and you were nervous about doing a commentary. Like, I was. She, she I didn't was. Even, she didn't even know what an episode of commentary was. Like, like, what are you doing on an episode of commentary? I'm like, you watch an episode and you comment on that. Exactly. I was a noob. Yeah, you were. What do you mean was? Um, <laughs> well, I'm not anymore. Now I'm seasoned and experienced. You've you, you done one episode commentary, and it was beautiful. It was it was extraordinary. Uh, I I I I applaud myself mostly for that because you know I did I did the heavy work. You taught work. me the ropes. No, I'm I'm kidding. I was busy like picking on Arrow because I'm just like this is why Arrow doesn't work. A Flash does. No, guys, I love Arrow. I love the Flash, but you know. We can we have different opinions and not get upset about it. Like if you love the if you love something more than I than I do, that's totally fine. I do not judge you. It's, you know that's why that's why we do these podcasts to have different opinions and conversations. Like Tanya, we don't always agree. We don't. That's true. We do not always agree. Exactly. So you know, hashtag life. But that will be it for this week's episode of the Flash Podcast. We'll be back next week, like I said. And but from all of us here on the Flash Podcast, Amanda Bean. I'm Tatiana. And we'll see you next time on the Flash Podcast. Mm-hmm.